On the text line, Josh the Bricky says, Jen, speaking of just turning up and getting it done, even if you were a bit crook, dodgy earlier in the day, Beth Mooney last night, incredible. Woke up crook as a dog, shook it off, got it done for Australia, says Josh the Bricky. Yep, she uh, battled illness, but uh, made 82 off 55 deliveries. Player of the match as the Aussie women won by five wickets with four balls remaining to clinch their T20 series against South Africa. 2-1 in Hobart. South Africa posted seven for 162. Uh, Marazan capped 75 of 48 deliveries in response. Australia 5 for 163 off 19.2 overs. So clinching that series, it's a multi-format series. There's just some Premier League on this morning. We're watching at the moment Arsenal are at Nottingham Forest. And they're leading 2-0 there. 82 minutes gone. So keeping the pressure on up there at the top of the ladder or Arsenal. This would move them up to within two points of leaders, Liverpool. Although Liverpool would have or have a game in hand of them. Other matches this morning. Fulham and Everton at Craven Cottage is scoreless after 68 minutes. Gee, Luton at home there at Kenilworth Road giving it to Brighton. 4-0. Adebayo with a hat-trick there for Luton. 63 minutes gone. Thriller at Selhurst Park. Crystal Palace and Sheffield United is 2-2. That's in the 50th minute. And uh, Newcastle at Villa Park leading 2-0. And that's half-time in that match in the Premier League this morning. And very early this morning in the Asian Cup in Qatar. It was South Korea beating Saudi Arabia on penalties, which means the Socceroos will play South Korea in the last eight of the Asian Cup. We're going to speak to Lee Breers shortly, Broncos assistant coach. Uh, Big news involving Wayne Bennett. News Corp has reported that the Dolphins coach has applied to take over from Michael Maguire as New Zealand coach. Uh, The 74-year-old has confirmed he is keen and you know he will be somewhere next year as Christian Wolf takes over the Dolphins. I still reckon clubs are going to be interested, though. And, and Wayne will obviously think that he can do both. Coach New Zealand, which he could. Yeah, I'm just wondering, he? though, if you have a year off, what happens then with Wayne? A, cl- a year off from club, club coach. Land, yeah. <clears throat> That's, well, I don't think he will. No, but, it, it, well, what opportunity is there? As I said yesterday, there yeah, yeah, there possibly will be, but I, I think there was a lot more opportunity around last year. Mm. You know, if some of the coaches that are under pressure start the year well and and they have a bit of success, well, they're not going to because all the ones that were under pressure they, they got gone last year. Mm. So there's not too many there in my eyes that you go, yeah. They're under a lot of pressure this year coming into the season. So I just wonder, uh, you know, Wayne, if he has that year off, whether someone will then take a punt on him rather than having him stay involved in the game. I think he'd want to continue to coach. But just if there's an opportunity or not, that's the that's the thing that probably concerns me with Wayne, if he has that year off, whether someone will then go back to him. Some might see it as a ridiculous comparison, but at the moment, Laws in the NFL, Bill Belichick, the greatest coach ever, mm. hasn't been hired amongst eight different clubs looking for a new coach. Yeah. I think only two are left to be filled, and Bill Belichick hasn't got a job, and he's a similar age to Wayne Bennett. Yeah. 
and you wouldn't think. I guess you're saying when it gets to that, you know, age well, is age. age when you get to that age, having that year off year at off. that age, mm. I think that's the that's the concern. Mm. Um, you know, but if he still interviews and does all the natural things that a coach normally does, and they've got confidence that you know he can go again, but sometimes you lose your touch if you're out of the game, and mm. I'm assuming you've got to keep staying relevant and you've got to keep um, you know, keeping up to date and get good staff and good people on board. But, yeah, I'm sure Wayne, if he stays involved as a representative coach, that that certainly helps. That certainly helps. And I think most people then would go, you know what, Wayne's still you know, coaching, coaching as well as ever. Kiwis are going good. Why wouldn't we hire Wayne Bennett? Mm-hmm. So I, I think the option is still there for him to coach, but I think it would be less of an option if he sits out for 12 months. Time to talk some Broncos. And great to be joined by their assistant coach, a legend at Warrington as a player. He went to Wigan as an assistant and then moved to Australia ahead of the 2023 season. Lee Breer is joining us. Lee, a very good morning to you. How are you? Yeah, morning, guys. I'm great. Thank you. Just ready for training today, so all good. Appreciate your time. How would you summarise how... You were evolving just personally as a coach after a year into your stint here. Yeah, uh, always learning. Uh, obviously, a different, a different culture, not just for football, but in life as well, which I think is really important. And I've not really moved out of the north of England uh, for 45 years. So to, to come over to the other side of the world in the best competition in the world uh, and, and learn and, and have an impact, it's every day, you know, I'm... I'm grateful for the opportunity. Lee, there's always talk about players playing in the NRL and the standard of football here in this country. How does that vary as a coach? What's it like coaching or being a part of coaching setup here in the NRL versus other places around the world? I, I think I think coaching's coaching, Michael. I think if you're, you're playing cricket or you're, you're playing rugby league or you're playing soccer, coaching's coaching. It's yeah. how you how you develop the players mm. to become better people, to become better rugby league, cricket, etc. players. And so it, it's, it's kind of the man management, what's the key part. Mm. In terms of the actual game itself, it's rugby league. We, you've got to tackle. You've got to make your tackles. You've got to catch the ball. You've got to you make your passes. So uh, it's, it's not that difficult and not that different uh, to, to coaching. Mm. But I suppose it's because of the scrutiny in the NRL yeah, okay. uh, is a lot more than the UK. I, I think that's where the pressure comes on and you, you've got to be on. Lee, great to talk to you, mate. The Broncos had a terrific season last year, or, uh, last year, albeit, um, you know, you didn't get the job done in the grand final. How has the group reacted to that loss and how have you managed to sort of transition them from that loss into this is another year, we need to be more hungry, we're going to be more desperate than what we were and the challenge of now going one better? Yeah, first and foremost, Loz, I think is uh, understanding and recognising last year. Uh, obviously, it was disappointing that the final part of it, but for majority of the season, was a, it was really successful. And so it's actually recognising that we did a lot of things right. Unfortunately, the end bit just wasn't quite good enough. So we've got to strive to do that. And we're quite lucky at the Broncos that we've got a young group and young people tend to move on very quickly, uh, which we can only probably look at through the pre-season. The boys are training really well, which we know everybody trains really well at this time of year. And 
the proof will be in the pudding when we come playing. We can't really gauge that as as of yet, but you know, we we are, the Broncos are striving each day to to be better to to make sure that we've got a we've got a, a really competitive and fun environment for the boys to flourish, and we'll see what becomes of that. Lee, I think everyone wants to see Reese Walsh come out and have another stellar year. How's his preseason been? And is there room with someone so talented like that? It's not. Is there room for growth? Of course there is. But what areas of his game has has he been working on to grow and become better? Yeah, and I'd love him to have a, a season like that because I'll probably be in my job a bit longer. As well. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. It's it's real interesting with Reese because if we go back to your your previous question about coaching, it's Reese is an absolute maverick. He he sees the game different, he plays the game different, and he the good thing about Reese Walsh is he really wants to learn, and he's just an absolute rugby league nerd. And he'll be in Darius Forge's uh, office, myself, Matt Ballon, uh, John Carrot, and he's always asking questions to get better and. Uh, the, the, it'll be the effort it is for Reese where if he can nail that. Let's, he's only still twenty, twenty-one, mm. so he's still really young. And you know, if he keeps going the way he is, and you know, Reese has got you know whatever he wants to do, he can do. Uh, Lee, it's fascinating. Kaki and I were only talking about it um, in the break because we're talking about fullbacks, and I was sort of talking about Reese Walsh. What makes him so good is he. Is a risk taker, <laughs> but how do you get yeah. that balance between unforced errors and allowing him that freedom, that freedom yeah. to go out there yeah. and just play? Well, it, it comes down to repetition and in, in training and putting him in situations where he's been there and done it. Uh, only, only experience I reckon gets you that. Uh, the more you play, the more you get the feel of it. With Reese, he's, he's he's super quick. So with being super quick, then obviously it's harder to execute. So. We're doing a lot of work with him on slowing his feet, slowing his brain down to, to recognise different situations. And also that he doesn't have to make the big play. You know, a one-on-one with Reese Walsh, good luck. So that, that that's good enough for us to take the tackle and we go again. So but it's, you know, it's it's a pleasure to work with somebody of, of that high standard. Mm. Two players that were enormous for you guys last year, Herbie Farnworth, Thomas Flegler, are no longer there. And I see Kevy's made the decision to move... Well, I'm assuming he made the decision to move Selwyn Cobbo into the centres from wing. Tell us how he's going and what the expectations are of him this year. I, I think it's uh, Selwyn's natural position. Uh, Selwyn was a, a really competent winger but could get lost sometimes in the game because, you know, wingers don't really get much work. So that's where, you know, the concentration side of Selwyn probably struggled. Put him into the centres where he's got to be on. Uh, it's, it's just brought a new lease of life from Solomon. And yeah, you don't want to put too much pressure on on the young guys, but you know you've, you've got great Indigenous players in uh, Greg Inglis, uh, Latrell Mitchell, and I'm, I'm sure if Sol, Selwyn applies himself, we could be talking in the same in the same category there because he's what, what is he six foot four. He's as fast as anything on the field. He's strong. He's still a baby. Mm. But more importantly, he's an absolute football player. An absolute football player. Where the ball goes, he generally gets it. We're speaking with Broncos assistant coach Lee Breers. And Lee, what do you want to see in the evolution of Ezra Mam this year? Yeah, I, I, probably Ezra's been the biggest improver in, in the off-season. 
we talk about you know we talk about the individual unforced errors well probably Ezra was making two or three a session last year and that's fine that's how we make that making mistakes at training that's how we get better uh, so we, we didn't put pressure on him but Ezra's evolved the, the season what he had last year's give him a lot of confidence and now it, it, it's, I'll, I'll be honest guys he's took me by surprise I as a halfback coach I didn't think we could get Ezra to or should I say I didn't think Ezra could get himself to this point mm. now again don't want to put wow. too much pressure on but he's become a leader in in a squad what 12 months ago I wouldn't have ever thought Ezra Mann would be a leader how much does Adam Reynolds play a part there Lee because oh, again we, even at the end of well really after the Adam Reynolds had a stellar year and then after the grand final there's talk about how long is he going to play for the whole age thing but I, I, I reckon you can't put a price on having someone with that much experience and maturity running your team and to me surely he's played a big part in in helping not only Ezra but Reese Walsh your other young players as well yeah for sure and I'll put my, myself down that category he's helped me yeah amazing. He's, he's helped me and that's what you you want from your leader is that he's an extension of your coaching staff to go out on the field and then then execute whatever mm. we we need uh but yeah you're right he's calm he's calculated and you know, he lets Ezra be Ezra, mm. you know, and, and that's a big thing in, in Ezra's de- development. Now, there's going to be a time where Ezra will have to step up and, and take Adam's, you know, maybe Adam's jersey. Is Adam going to play every game of the year? Probably not. So Ezra's going to have to step up. And, mm. But the leadership, what Adam is, is guiding him with at the moment is is helping so much, not only just with that halfback, but with the whole mm. with the whole club. I bet you when you signed with the Brisbane Broncos to come out here and coach, you never thought you'd be coaching a game in Vegas. <laughs> no. no. How's that coming along? How's the preps for Vegas, mate? Yeah, still scratching me out a bit because last time I was in Vegas, I definitely wasn't watching football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, as, as much as it's exciting and it's going to be groundbreaking and it's going to be you know fabulous for the game of rugby league, not only in Australia, but also in, in the UK. It's, it's going to put rugby league on, on the map. I've got, I must have 50, 50 of my mates going over from the UK. It's going to be unbelievable. It's opened doors, what we probably never, ever expected. So as much as it's exciting, it's also keeping a lid on it and making sure that, you know, I think it's it's about four or five weeks. So we're not that I'm counting the days down, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's keeping a lid on it and making sure that, we're present in the moment of working out at the Broncos. But, yeah, we're certainly looking forward to it. You talk about chalk and cheese. I mean, the Queensland humidity versus the north of England, where you said, you know, you've obviously spent pretty much your whole life. How's the family adapted, Lee? You know what? We absolutely love it. Uh, we, we, love the, we, we love the heat, believe it or not. We love the, the sunshine. I suppose when you don't get you don't get it. You, you kind of don't take it for granted. So when the boys are all in the shade and under the trees trying to get cover, I'm out in the middle getting some, uh, getting a tan of it. So no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. We love the beach and getting down to the Gold Coast, etc. It's again, I've, I've got my my kids are my, my kids are older. So my son's 20, he plays in the Q Cup here, and I've got a daughter who's 26. She's back in the UK. So we we've got we're older as a family. So it's just a a great opportunity for us to, to grow as a family, mm. to, to learn and, and be out of our com- 
comfort zone, but yeah, certainly loving it at the moment. We spoke earlier this morning about players and the security that they'll have over there in Vegas. Have you assigned anyone to ALF? Any extra security? (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll, we'll need somebody. (laughs) (laughs) No, we'll we'll just lock him in his room for 23 hours. Good luck with doing that. (laughs) Well, Lee, glad to hear you're enjoying being here so much and obviously enjoying success with that club as well. Yes, Lawrence, what have you got? Before you go, I, 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 I don't know whether Lee attended or not, but I saw the group... Um had a meeting with Tom Brady. How did they, um, uh, you know, how, how was that? And, and what did they get out of it? And, and did you actually go along yourself? But yeah, unfortunately, I didn't go. I pulled out last minute. I'm not that much into NFL, so I thought it would have been better for somebody else to, to get the opportunity. But the boys really loved it. And looking and speaking to them, it's, it's pretty weird because you, you look at you look at fans and supporters of the Brisbane Broncos, they're all in awe of the NRL players. Well, the NRL players were all in awe of, of Tom Brady. It was, yeah. they, they reckon it was a fabulous event. And the, the main thing they got out of it was you've got to put everything into your career. You've got to work as hard as you can and, and never give up. And there's been some strong comments from it, which hopefully the boys can take into this year. Great stuff, Lee. Appreciate your time, mate. And uh, go well in 2024. Oh, good. Thanks for having us on, guys. Lee Breeze there, and uh, he's clearly... Ezra, man, that sounds... Yeah. Mate. Well, he's, I know he's your favourite. He's Well, mate, if, to hear that, that he's been the standout in their pre-season, how much better can he get? What about that grand final performance Well, that's loss? where it's come from. The confidence and the belief Far after out. delivering a performance like that in a grand final. But that's it's interesting exciting, to hear him say that, you know, he'd make a few errors. And all young blokes make errors mm, at yeah. training. And that's where you want them to, to to happen and occur. But coming back from 12 months ago, mm. how he's limited his errors at training. So mm. he's on a trajectory now that is going to put him on a path. Who knows where he may end up. But when you think about it, Reese Wells, Cobbo and Ezra Mann early 20s, and, mate, they've got their best football ahead of them. Mm. And they're three genuine, genuine match winners. Yeah. Yeah. All three of them can can turn a game and win a game. Can the Bronx keep them? Well, that's obviously going to be a big challenge in itself. Um, But then is is this, again, we, we speak about it all the time, that experience of making the grand final and getting and losing the way they lost. Does that this season bring the best out of these? Well, I think Major Lee players? made a good point. Young people, yeah, they move on pretty yeah. quickly. Yeah, I think if it was an older group, it possibly would scar them because they realise yeah. how difficult it is to make a grand final. Mm. Whereas young blokes, they th- those blokes will be expecting to play grand finals every year. Now it might not happen, mm. and we know it might not happen. But if they're working hard and they've put the grand final out of their out of their minds, knowing that hey, this Tough is where beat, we belong. Yeah, they'll be right. They'll be okay. These Premier League scores this morning. Arsenal have won that game against Nottingham Forest away 2-1. It's still scoreless between Fulham and Everton. That's into stoppage time. Luton 4-0 still over Brighton. 88 minutes gone. Crystal Palace have gone ahead of Sheffield United. 3-2 at Selhurst Park. 75 minutes gone there. And Newcastle, well, they're now playing Aston Villa at Villa Park. That's... uh, now 3-0. Uh, so that's a good result for Newcastle against Villa in the midst of a very good season. So 
3-0 away from home, Newcastle. That would put them up to seventh on the table. Villa currently fourth and three points clear of Tottenham, who have a game in hand of them as well. But give us a call, 13.53.53. Send us a text, 0419-767-272. We've got the AB medal on tonight. Mitch Marsh, a big fancy there, would be a good story, pup, considering at one point he was getting booed by his own fans. Ridiculous. (laughs) As you do. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a great story. Mm. Good fella, Mitch, and he's been exceptional, uh, certainly in the shorter formats. And then he's grabbed hold of his opportunity in, mm. in the test format as well. I think him and Pat Cummins are the two favourites, or those two will be fighting it out. Um, the fact they play all three formats as well plays a big part. Uh, Usman Kawaj is probably likely to get the Test Player of the Year, I would imagine, um, but doesn't play one days in T20, so he'll struggle to win the AB medal. But yeah, it's um big night. Good luck to Everyone, uh, and congratulations to all the winners. Um, it's tell it's on. Is it on Ko? Fox and Ko. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, well. I did see a text message yesterday, and we didn't bring it up. And I thought it wasn't a bad text, just on Mitch Marsh and Cam Green. Yep. And if a text in, if texted in again, please. But it was something like, did we pick the best six players or the Six best batsmen. Because they were saying they didn't think they were the six best batsmen. And they were saying that, you know, both Marsh and Green are all-rounders. Mm. But are they definitely our best six batsmen? Well, Mitch Marsh has shown he is. Mitch Marsh has earned his spot. You can't mm. drop Mitch Marsh. He's certainly shown that he's grabbed hold of his opportunity. Mm. Um, and we're just talking about Test cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, well, I'm I, assuming I, he was talking about Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think Mitch has shown yeah. he's been given a chance and he's this time around he's well and truly grabbed yeah. it. So I think he 100% has earned the right. I think that they're saying Cameron Green um, is certainly in our top six batters. If you listen to players he's playing with and the, the coaching staff, they again, I've only seen what, you know, the times I've watched on, on television. And he looks to me like he technically he's definitely good enough to, to bat in the top six for Australia. He's got a he's got a solid defence. Um he's he's quite still at the crease. Uh plays a short ball well. Obviously growing up or playing his cricket in WA, he's probably more suited to starting his innings against fast bowling. So that's probably going to be his challenge. And he got a beautiful hundred in India as well, uh, which is a great sign that he can play spin bowling. He's a good sweeper. I think the challenge for him and Mitch Marsh will be starting your innings against spin bowling in the subcontinent. I think in Australia, in South Africa, um, particularly those two where you've got a bit of extra pace and bounce, they're both very suited, being from WA. New Zealand, England have some similarities where the pitches are slower, but it swings and seems a bit more. So that'll be, that's a challenge for everyone as well, because it is different to batting in Australia. But then going to the subcontinent, walking out to bat, fielders around you, you know, in your eyes, bat pad leg side, bat pad offside, a slip, you know, starting, backing your defence against spin is an area of game you've got to improve if you're not great at that, because it is a hard place to to walk out and defend. And I'm not just talking about India. You've got to play Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka, Bangladesh in Bangladesh, where they've got some good spinners. So it's um, interesting because, you know, if they're the best six, that's fine. But in the next 18 months, I'm assuming Smith and Kawaja are going to go. Who Mm. who are the the next two? 
Well, I think we've spoken again. We had the conversation around the open. I think they've gone. They've obviously selected uh, Renshaw. He's in the squad now, so he's mm. jumped Cam Bancroft. So you got Bancroft, Renshaw, and it looks like he's jumped Harris as well. The other one that I think he just signed a, a county deal as well, Will. which is a real positive Will. sign, is yep. Will Pukowski. I think Will... Yeah, but he's got to get through two years, doesn't he? Uh, he gets through a full season this season. He goes and plays county cricket. He just, he, the more cricket, the better for Will. But yeah. I'm just saying, if you look at... Um, if you look at technique, if you look at skill mm. and the word I hate, but it's a word potential, mm. Will's good enough to bat anywhere in the top four in most, that Australian team. He's most, got most he's got the skills but, to be able to do that. I think with him, you've just got to go, you know what? Yeah, let him go it, play it is a, Yeah, I agree. It, mate, don't put well, any He's still young as well, him, yeah. so there's no rush. But, yeah. mate, we never struggle with talent. You know, there's there's some young players as well coming through that we'll see, we'll certainly see in the one day format and the T20 format that, mate, you only got to grab hold of your opportunity there. There's no reason you can't play, you can't take that form or that that cricket or that success in those formats into Test cricket yeah. as well. So we never struggle producing the talent. It's just no. picking the right guys at the right time. Yeah, that that I think that's what's really important. Yeah, and the. Mate, Cam Green's Green's 21, isn't he? He's a bit older than that. The other one for me, though, mate, is... Still young. ...is, um, and I know he's had a a bad year this year, so I'll leave leave Marnus out because he's been consistent over a period. Yeah. But uh, Head, Marsh, Green, all hit and misses. Well, they all... If you know what I mean. They're quite... Well, I don't see... I think Cameron Green... Instead of a banker, you know what I mean. I, I, you know, you're, you're sort of relying on them to go out there and but, okay, they'll, they'll get the you runs. Know the other, other yeah, than they're a, aggressive you know players. What? Yeah, I'm going to get a hundred, or I might get twenty. They are. I'm going to get you before you get me, mm. especially um, Travis Head and yeah. Mitchell Marsh. But again, you put them around who they've been batting with, so they've had the experience of Warner, the experience of Kawaja, the experience of Labuschagne, the experience of Smith. I think Head and Marsh in that six was is the it's the right risk to take. Yeah. Now you add a Cameron Green and get rid of a David Warner. I still think with Kawaja, Labuschagne, and Smith. And yeah. yes, I'd like to see Marnus and Smith yeah. make more yeah. runs. But, but those three you can always count on. That's why I think you can afford to have you know guys that take on the game in the other three positions. Yeah. I think I think our seven's important as well. I, I think Alex Carey's a good enough batter but hasn't been making enough runs. I think we need him to be I think he can he can be he can be scoring hundreds for Australia. Yeah. He's but he hasn't been. So I think he also needs to be in, in yes he's a keeper first, but the seven for us for a long time now in international cricket has been a really important player. I think if he makes the runs he should be as well, that also frees that conversation up because now we're talking about seven batsmen, not just six. Um, but it's who they're around. That's that's the key. Um, I think they're going to try Cam Green at four. They're going to give him every opportunity. If it doesn't work, I don't think they'll drop Cam Green. I think they'll then move him down to six and they'll talk about Mitch Marsh and Travis Head. Can one of those guys bat at four? If not then whoever's not making runs might be under some pressure. But it seems to me they're, they're banking heavily on Cameron Green to be our next superstar, our, our, next, uh, our, our all-rounder that is as good a batsman as a bowler, awesome hands in the gully. And to be honest, there's probably a, 
you know, some brackets around he's our next leader as well. Jeez, he can catch. You know, so yeah, it's it's a huge responsibility, hands. but he's again, you can uh, uh, there's enough expertise in and around that Australian camp. If they're all saying the same things about how good he is, then he must be that good. It's just I think we've just got to keep the faith and give him a chance, give him some time. Because there you go. But you said he's he's twenty four years of age. He's a baby. He's a baby. Just in other <clears throat> crucial news, Loz during the previous news break showed me a jump out yesterday at Cranbourne of Foxy Cleopatra. I'm not sure what she jumped out against. Possibly, who, but who she cares? Extended. Yeah, who cares? Like she was on the Queen Elizabeth winner. <laughs> I mean, she won that jump out by a dozen lengths there yesterday. And just, it was over 1,200 metres. And I don't know what targets the stable or connections have in mind, but if there's any particular futures that you know about that you'd like to let me know about, if you can write it down (laughs) and then I can bet on it and I can let everyone else know, that would be much appreciated. Right. Well, (laughs) I, I don't know who she'd trial against. But you'd be looking at multi-million dollar races oh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, I've said on this program before, Mitter. Mm. I've said on this program before. But you have told group us... One winner. <laughs> group one Well, <laughs> no. So we're thinking Carline Cup first up I'm next week. I'm pretty confident that that's the first Caulfield? up assignment. But I, okay. again... But you I, and T-Bus are best told, I know. Your best buds. It, it's, she, she's better over further. Mm. 1,600 okay. is not a sweet spot. No, Even though she ran really well there first up. That was a good jump out yesterday. So we will keep an eye on her. Uh, what about this? So some random musings on the text line. Uh, morning, you flogs. Are you boys getting excited? It's only 26 days until Vegas. I hope your bosses have given you all approval to attend this event. Don't worry about the big sports show while you're away. Stuart and Ben could do it. My ticket's booked, paid for, suitcase packed. I'm ready to go like a kid in a lolly shop. I'm excited. I don't even barrack for any of the teams playing. I just need the courage now to go and tell the missus where I'm going on the 27th <laughs> and we'll be away for a week. Good on your work. crackers in Albury. Crackers, just say you're going to go away for work. Uh, work trip, you're Work. Commitment. Oh, fury when you ring home. Where are you, babe? Vegas? <laughs> no, you don't mention Vegas. You don't post anything? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> don't get your mates to post anything? Ah, Generally, blokes, we're pretty good at that stuff. Oh, I just thought of a couple of the top of my head that didn't what, work not out posting? well. posting? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. girls are really bad at that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, you know, they, they love, can't help themselves. They posting. And, and, you know. Oh, that's what I was going to say too. Here we go. No. I know where you're going to go. And you got... I thought Pup was our resident oh, Daily Mail go. man. I was on my best behaviour. I saw you in the Daily Mail. No. A couple of times, actually. Twice. Yeah. Over the break. What's doing there? No, I don't know. Oh, yes, you do. No, <laughs> yes, you do. Mido. What you was doing know. there? What was happening? Don't know. Google. No. <laughs> Just don't uh, do it. Hashtag single life. No. <clears throat> oh, anyway. Yeah. You're no. busy. Busy you're, what? You're bu- well, that's what we're trying to find <laughs> out. You tell us. Oh, the other thing. <laughs> it was, it was no, around, the other thing. The other thing. You didn't tell me you were a uh, bluer. You loved to fight. What are you talking about? Well, oh, your boxing career. Your boxing career. Loz didn't know about your boxing career. <laughs> I didn't talking know you about had a, last I'm not a, a bluer. At a fight. <laughs> I'm not a bluer. But you fight in the Gold Coast. Oh, Who the, did you the fight? The meanest criminal defence lawyer you've ever seen. <laughs> Roddy Bam Bam Balau. Right. Uh, How'd you go? One on points. 
How many rounds? Three rounds. That was enough. How many minutes each round? Only two, two minutes. minutes. That's, that's six of the best, did, mate. Did Don't you train for it? Absolutely. Is it on video? Actually, the great Nat Wood coached me. Right. You, you know Natty? Very well. Um, G'day, Natty. What a champion what, bloke. What's, what's your sort of strength? As uh, a, as absolutely a had no strengths. Right. The one thing you figure out, well, both is equally as rubbish. Right. I mean, the last <laughs> fight I got in was on the footy field. And you know what footy field yeah, yeah, fights yeah, are like. Yeah. You, they're not proper. No. In the, no. Um, but are you a jab man? No, oh, mate. What, what, much. what were you? Did, you? did you swing for six minutes? Yeah. Look, yeah. Oh, look you've never seen <laughs> two blokes happy to give each other a hug more than us at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. put did it that you way. land any shots? Oh, not really. I mean, you do, but. Did you feel it? If they, he, it's about he, twelve years ago, Loz. Did he land? Put it this you? way: it was got the headgears on. Never again. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. 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 No, yeah. Would never do, do it again. Nah, done that. Tick no. the box. Next. Mm. Done. Right. Any vision of it? Uh on like maybe VHS. So no one has I've got that to go anymore. and have a look. I've mm. got to go and find yeah, it'd it. It'd be good footage. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that came up. Yeah, it was around twelve years ago. About what was the charity before Christmas? Payday. Yeah. Do you remember the charity? Ah, no. It was a bloke on the Gold Coast who just put them Someone up. Raised yeah, right. yeah. How did they select you? Uh, one of my best mates who run, was running a gym up there at the time rang me one day and just right. goes, you're fighting. I went, no, I'm not. And he what, goes, think about it for 24 hours. What was the lead in? So as in training, a month, six weeks? Ten weeks. Oh, ten weeks? Ten is, weeks. Is yep. okay? Yeah. And tell me this. Oh, tell go. me this. Here we go. Oh, no, no, I just want to know. <laughs> when, you, when you trained and be serious, did you have... Rocky music playing. Oh, I'm did sure I did. Or the tiger and all that. I have no. Stuff? I was going for runs. Absolutely, <laughs> you would have. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. I think I did watched. You watch Rocky. any of the movies? Yeah, I think yeah. I watched. Um, yeah, you watched the even. Uh, yeah, get yourself uh, going. The, the even Drago one, which is is that Rocky Four? Oh, Rocky I think it's Rocky Four. Nah, yeah. Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah. It's funny actually. I was telling someone yesterday about no. I remember right price. I remember charity. No, no, no. I wouldn't fight. Right price. What if you raised a hundred grand or five hundred oh, grand for was, charity? If I was raising big money, big money, yeah, 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 yeah. And I had had the choice of who I can fight. Oh, you can't pick Alfie. <laughs> you got to pick someone. Your your same weight, same weight division. Mm. Well, Alfie's bigger than me now. <laughs> 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 it's funny. If anyone is dark, he might be as tall. Yeah. But he's, he's as heavy. The different. The thing is, with, when you do it. Is he got all the, I remember Nat, Natty going, all right, just, just you know, double jab cross. Yeah. First, first thing you do. Yeah. But when they start hitting Swing you back. Swinging punches yeah, yeah, at you, yeah. different story. You, you, yeah. you deer in headlights very yeah. quickly. I can tell you want to fight still. Just the way you did that <laughs> double, double cross. <laughs> I, I just see that you, you, it's still not out of your system yet. Have we found a partner it's for Luke Marlowe's fight? Who's Marlowe no, fighting? Marlo, Marlowe wants to fight. Would you take him on? Different weight division. You can't have a heavyweight person. Marlo backs himself. <laughs> Mate, I'm like 40 kilos heavier than yeah, He backs nah, himself. Mar- We've got to find Marlo. someone for Marlo. He well, really wants to fight, so let's at least do it for charity. Let's make some money for charity. Well, a huge congratulations to Steve Hewlett coming up on Radio Tab. It's been brought to our attention that he's been involved with the company in, well, it's many iterations from his perspective, for 35 years. So, Steve... A huge congratulations to you, a lazy Thanks. 35. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Times have changed Far from back from then. Yeah, no, great reel to reel machines, and it was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, long hair and a mullet in those days. I think even an earring. So. <laughs>
Now I've got not a lot of hair left, but no, it's been a great, great time, and hopefully there's more to come. Brilliant stuff. Who have you got on the show today? Look, Jason Scott, he's the boss of Racing Queensland. There's just so much to talk to him about, including Albion Park and its future. Do we stay at Albion Park, Harness? Do we go to the proposed new site at Norwell? Are we still proceeding with the, the three tracks at Nor at uh, Perga outside of Ipswich? Uh, there's a big slot race that's going to be on the eve of the Magic Millions next year. In 2025, there's digging upgrades in the future. So there's so much to talk about, and he's so good with his time. Uh, and he doesn't mince words either, uh, the boss of racing Queensland, Jason Scott. So he'll be with me in a moment. Also, Ben Thompson. This is exciting for Ben. Of course, Ben and Steph um, uh, heading over to Hong Kong. Little baby Harry's going as well because Ben got a call out of the blue earlier this week from Terry Barty from the Hong Kong Jockey Club to say, oh, look, you know, come over uh, and ride through until, you know, early April. So Ben leaves after... Sunshine Coast on Sunday, and he's off to Hong Kong for a stint there. So he's absolutely chuffed about that, and he'll join me as well. Group one winning rider, Ben Thompson. Yeah. They're just two of our guests. Okay, good stuff. And I hope you're uh, celebrating somehow today, Steve. I didn't even know, day. actually, until Will Davies gave me a call. <laughs> so I said, oh, how did you find that out? He said, oh, we have ways. So anyway, I'm absolutely thrilled that, uh, Will, you know, that the, the team or the organisation, you, know, um, you know, have passed on, you know, their congratulations and well wishes and things like that. Oh, Absolutely great. thrilled. Thank you. No, good on you, Steve. Pleasure. Uh, that's coming up on Radio Tab this morning. Uh, surely Marlowe and Mr. Bean would be a perfect matchup, says Maxie from the Gold Coast. <laughs> yeah. uh, Dave Stanley, morning. How are Hello, you? boys. How are we this morning? Hey, DS. Well, well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, boys. How'd you sleep? Oh, like a log. Feeling better? Yeah, feeling good, mate. Well, Nasty. feeling better. Well, yesterday you were... Oh, no, sorry, Monday. Yesterday I was... Oh, that was Mo- a big weekend. Mon- that was Monday. Yeah, Monday after a big weekend. A bit, bit tired. Yeah. But you're back. I mean, you boys know better than ever. And and, all, and our listeners that do certain shift work and whatnot, they know, you know, have a big weekend. Yeah, it's hard Monday. Monday's always a little bit, you know, winding up the, the car. Yep. Little croaky. But once you get rolling. I mean, I, I haven't heard any of the program this morning personally. You haven't but I have had a few text messages saying you, you boys have been on fire. Mm. Oh, I Can think we been average think today? Just easing back in, aren't yeah, we? Just well easing steady. back in. What's been the highlight of the morning then? Uh, talking about Mido's fighting career. <laughs> Mido in the boxing ring, how good he was. <laughs> Trying right. to find a, a contender to take on Marlow. Rubbish. Yes. Uh, oh, we spoke a bit of league. We spoke, we spoke a bit of Broncos, actually. I reckon the Bronx are looking massive this season. I reckon they are going to be... Serious contenders once again. Where are the I'm calling GF already. There you go. Broncos, the Broncos. Broncos GF. Jeez. Already. Before a ball's been kicked. Where, where can the mighty Red V land this year, Loss? Oh, we did speak. We did speak yeah. Red V this morning. Uh, DS, I think if they can get eight to ten wins, they've had a good year. You got them winning more than the Tigers. Well, I, I, I think I, what do I have? Six to ten wins. I think they six, had the to Tigers, eight, six to eight. Four to eight, the Tigers. Six to ten, the Dragons. Yeah. I reckon you're being harsh on the Tigers. Uh, who's who, I want, who's well, your wooden well, spoon you, then? Who's your wooden spoon? If it's not Tigers or Dragons, well, who's I, your last well, place? Well, I, I reckon both those teams will win more, should win more games than they won last year. They only won four and five games respectively. Okay. So right. who's your wooden spoon this year? Well, I haven't worked that out. But I'm assuming it will be could be one of those two teams. That breaks my heart. I want to go. You know, yeah, that breaks my heart yeah. too, Loz. And and you, 
Mate, well, you didn't have to be so hard on the dragon, <laughs> did you? Yeah, what, we're going to win the spoon. Well, I think that's well, well, up now. Dave, gone. Here, well, Dave, if they gone, win, yes. well, here, they win seven games next year or this year. Get off that, Mido. That's an improvement. <laughs> Turn, put that down. Well, it's the Allen Board of put Middle it, tonight. So I've what? Just Turn, you put your Michael. screen down. Well, I was hoping you had some ridiculous hairstyle, but you're actually hey. pretty well kept for all your what Allen you Board of it. Well, I'm trying to find. You're a stalker. Yeah, I am. For you, mate. Absolutely. No, nothing here incriminating, can take, unfortunately. Can you take over, DS, please? By, by the way, boys, I'm just having a look at this market. So <laughs> Brisbane to make the grand final, 240, right? And then uh, to miss the top eight, well, the two favourite teams to miss the top eight, obviously, are the, the Tigers and uh, St. George. They don't call it the spoon anymore on here, don't they? What do they call it? Most losses. Most losses. They haven't got a most losses market open yet. Yes, they do. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Tigers, $3. <laughs> Thanks, it's probably mate. offensive to call someone a wooden spooner, is it? Dragons three twenty five. Yeah, why did they ever? Why? Keep no, the no, spoon? they did because of what happened with the Melbourne Storm situation what you, uh, back in twenty ten when they were obviously, you know, they because they ah uh, yes they yes, won so, more uh, games, so it so it had to be called. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. had to be called most right, losses because they finished with the wooden spoon. <laughs> So but they didn't have the most losses. It's not some 2024 oh. thing where someone oh, doesn't like wood yeah. and spoons. No. And we're being <laughs> wood's no. offending <laughs> someone. Yeah. You know? Spoon yeah. is offending yeah. hurting oh. someone's feelings. Yeah. Hurting the spoon's yeah. feelings. <laughs> well, two years, in a row, <laughs> two years in a row we've had wooden spoons delivered to this studio. Yeah, oh, mate, yeah I know. That's the only positive. Clark when I make, when, when I make my pasta, oh, mate, I've got two of them now, two extras. I'm, I'm fine <laughs> with it. I'm not complaining. Does anyone, does anyone think of the spoons ever? Did they even put them first? Anyway, boys, yeah, uh, the show today, very, very quickly. Um, gee, you know, you come with a bloke that's been 35 years, you know, outstanding radio. What a stall for the company. And then I'd come in fair income. Uh, Kieran, Kieran Ma, Mitch Cohen, Paul Mazzara, Paul Snowden, John Thompson, and Barbara Joseph. That's my lineup today. Uh, we can find a winner out of that uh, particular group of people and yeah, be listening to Sky Sports Radio soon, boys. We Enjoy. Got, we've got to get Matt Damon on the wins. show if his uh, cult wins. Well, I've got Paul Mazzara, yeah. so that's why we've got... Yeah, I mean, I I know there was a story done by Ray Thomas on the horse, but that, that would be pretty cool. And he loves Australia too, Matt Damon. He here a lot. Mm. Well, name drop time. Pup's name to him, <laughs> and that might be the chance of us getting him Actually, on. Actually, oh, what would be? Can I ask you this before we go, Pup? I know we've no, spoken you about can't. your phone before. No, no you just, can't. just just for the audience, Don't I'll know. ask you both then, Loz and, and Pup. The biggest movie star in your phone at the moment, the number you've got. Have you got anyone? Movie star? No, I've got no. Have movie you got a movie star? star? Have, all right, oh, just a general mate, question. Then don't have to give us a name, Pup. But have you got a movie star yes. number in? You've got a movie star, definitely. An, a, 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 international, female. international female that you would know, that everyone would know. How good. 